Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Welcome to On The Rock, God's unchanging word for changing times with Dr. Camille Majdali, Director of Teach All Nations Melbourne, Australia. Dr. Camille lived and studied in the Middle East, served as a principal of a leading Bible college and now travels the world teaching God's word. He has an extraordinary knowledge of the Bible and a dynamic ability to make God's truth come alive in a real, practical way. This episode of On The Rock will give you keys to survive and succeed in the days ahead by hearing and doing the words of Jesus. One of the greatest and most practical truths you could ever imbibe is watching your words, because your words will either bring confession unto salvation or your words will condemn. In today's program, we'll see exactly how that comes to pass as we learn more about the Gospel of Matthew. Our series is entitled, The Kingly Messiah, Understanding the Gospel of Matthew, Part 1, a verse-by-verse audio commentary, part of the larger Understanding the Bible series. And our lesson is simple. Watch your words. And it's based on Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 to 36. Now, it's amazing what Jesus actually says here, and it's all in red letters, So these are the words of Christ. But I want to read just the last two verses of this segment. And this is Jesus again speaking. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. In the midst of this very strong exhortation, which should inspire the fear of the Lord, there is a great note of hope. Because there it says that we are going to have to give account on the day of judgment for every idle word. However, it goes on to say, by our words, we will be justified. What comes out of our mouth has an immense impact upon not just the lives of others who hear our words, but upon our own lives as well. And we're going to learn here that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So if the heart is filled with evil, well, guess what will come out of the mouth? Evil. But if our hearts are filled with godliness and goodness and righteousness, well, that's what will come out of our mouths as well. I have a trite little maxim that says that you won't know the color of the toothpaste until you squeeze the tube. Of course, Once you see what comes out of the tube, that's, of course, what's inside the tube. And the same applies to our heart's condition. You can even really, if you're mature and discerning spiritually, be able to tell people's spiritual condition just by the words that come out of their mouth. Now, some people put on the good show, of course, especially if important people are present. But the act cannot be sustained forever. Somehow the mask must come off. And of course, other people don't even go through the pretense of putting on a facade. They just say it as they see it. And of course, uh, it's not necessarily a pretty picture. So we would do well to heed this lesson, knowing there is a way out and a way forward. There is a way of grace, but there also is the way of law and condemnation. We actually have a choice which way we go. And at the end of the day, We only will have ourselves to blame if we reject God's free gift. So first of all, we're going to learn about the issue of blasphemy, particularly blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. 
And Jesus speaks about this terrible sin and says there is no forgiveness whatsoever, not in this world and not in the world to come. But before you get nervous wondering, did you even inadvertently, subconsciously blaspheme the Holy Spirit? Well, we'll explain that it's not the easiest thing to do. In fact, in my opinion, you have to actually go out of your way to commit such a thing. It appears that Jesus' opponents, particularly in this chapter of Matthew 12, probably crossed that line, especially when they ascribed to the Holy Spirit, who was doing works of mercy and power and deliverance, and saying it was from the devil and not from him. That's what we're talking about. So there are good trees, as we're going to learn, and there are bad trees. And a good tree only can bear good fruit, and a bad tree can only bear bad fruit. It's impossible for the opposite to happen. And then Jesus will speak some more using metaphors of good treasure and bad treasure that comes out of the heart. But the thing we really want to emphasize is the issue of idle words. Friends, it is really important that we're careful what we say. Even in a land of free speech, we may have the right to say what we want, but we'd be very foolish to take up that right to the full. We need to be self-censoring, not because of any other reason than we want to please God and be in right standing with Him. It doesn't please God to lie, and it doesn't please God to viciously attack in a verbal manner other people. Watch your words. We're going to now read the entire segment entitled, Watch Your Words, from Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 to 37. That reference again, Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 to 37. This is the word of the Lord, and it is red letter, meaning it's all from Jesus. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. The reading is from Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 to 37. And our lesson is entitled, Watch Your Words. Well, let's get right into it. It's a heavy-duty passage, but it's truth, it's liberating, it inspires the fear of the Lord, and it's meant to give you incentive to bear good fruit for Him. We start off in verse 31 of Matthew 12 about the issue of blasphemy. And remember what blasphemy means, and we'll look at that meaning in a moment. But like the teachings of the book of James, chapter 3. Our tongue can either make us or break us. Either by our tongues, we will make a good confession unto salvation and eternal life, or by our tongues, we will be condemned. 
eternally. In the previous lesson, the Pharisees, who were moved with envy, ascribed Christ's ability to cast out devils to the work of Beelzebub, who is the prince of devils. The fact is that Christ, through the Holy Spirit, caused the devils to flee from afflicted people. To ascribe to devils the work of the Holy Spirit is blasphemy. And blasphemy means to grievously, impiously, injuriously, deridingly, and mockingly speak against God. That's a serious business. Now, people blaspheme all the time, and they blaspheme Jesus, and they blaspheme Almighty God. They use his name in vain. They use it casually or irreverently. Oftentimes, they say the name of Jesus like a curse word. But you know what? Evil as this is, it's still forgivable. That is, of course, if the person repents and asks for forgiveness. But when it comes to blaspheming the Holy Spirit, Jesus says there's no forgiveness. So, all manner of sin and blasphemy is forgivable except this one. We term this blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And Matthew 12, verse 32, will elaborate. Whoever speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but those who speak against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this world or in the next world. This latter phrase can mean either life after death or in the days of Messiah's return and rule on earth. In other words, the world to come. Now, it sounds very serious and final, and yes, it is. But here's the note of hope. Many a decent and sincere person has been nervous or even feared that they may have blasphemed the Holy Spirit, though inadvertently. I tell you, friends, take heart. If you believe in the person and work of Jesus, it is impossible for you to commit this unpardonable sin. Now, if you're not sure you believe in the person work of Jesus, you still have a chance. But in, when God has repeatedly shown his goodness and confirmed the personhood of Jesus, the work of Jesus, the veracity of the Bible, and so on, and people still not only won't repent, and refusal to repent keeps them in a state of condemnation. But let's say they even go further and they blaspheme grievously, and they blaspheme what the Holy Spirit is doing and saying is of the devil, then you have a serious problem. Because, let's put it this way, when people refuse to repent, then I guess we can call it unpardonable. Until they repent, they're in an unpardonable state. But when they repent, then there's hope, especially when they repent before God and they project faith towards Jesus and his glorious gospel. Remember the gospel? Christ died on the cross for our sins. He was buried, and on the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures. That's 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 to 5. This summarizes the gospel. Believe it. Receive him after you repent, and then you are pardoned for everything you've done, including blasphemy. Now, Let's look at the issue of the good tree and the bad tree. A tree has to be made good in order to bear good fruit. Or if the tree remains corrupt, it will only bear bad fruit or no fruit at all. We are all originally bad trees. We are all originally, organically even, corrupt. Yet through the gospel, we can go from bad to good. Why? Because of the boundless, glorious, wonderful, merciful grace of God. 
This verse, that's Matthew twelve thirty three, is also an indictment on those who blasphemed the Holy Spirit. They are bringing forth bad fruit. Just look at Jesus's pharisaical opponent. They look for excuses to condemn him. They want to know whether he, it's a right to heal on the Sabbath day. They criticize because his disciples are eating the grains off the field on the Sabbath day because they're hungry, as if that was laborious work, and this kind of thing. And instead of repenting when Jesus gives them words of life, they get more recalcitrant, more stubborn, more defiant, and downright blasphemous. So this is part of the issue. Now, verse 34 of Matthew 12, from the heart out of the mouth, holding nothing back, Jesus calls his opponents generation of vipers, that they are full of poison, which comes from an evil heart. Now, the reason they speak ridiculous, blasphemous things is very simple. They are evil. Then comes the principle, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. It's so simple. When your heart is filled with evil, then of course, out of your mouth will come evil. It could be anything, profanity, blasphemy, criticism, defamation, and so on. Gossip is real evil. When your heart is filled with good, you will speak good consistently. By the way, one definition of gossip, which has been passed on to me, I don't know who said it, but it's a good one. When you're not part of the problem or the person you're speaking to is not part of the problem, neither are they part of the solution, then to speak to them on an issue is gossip. I think that's a good one. We have to be either part of the problem or part of the solution. In other words, it has to involve us or the people we're speaking to. So good trees bring forth good fruit. Good people speak good words. And at the same time, when your heart is filled with evil, you will speak evil. When the heart is filled with the Holy Spirit, you will speak the language of the Holy Spirit, both known and unknown. Therefore, Matthew 12, 35, good and bad treasure. We learn in Matthew 6, 21, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Good people are good because they have good hearts, but the same applies to evil people. Their hearts hold their treasure, so whatever treasure they bring out is a reflection of the nature of their hearts, be it good or bad. Good people with good hearts bring forth good treasure, and the same can be said of evil people. But let's focus on verse 36 and 37 of Matthew 12. Every idle word. Only those who are stone cold, dead or deaf would miss the point of this verse. It should inspire God's fear, which is the beginning of wisdom. It's also important to understand that these words are Jesus speaking with authority and forthrightness. He says, every idle word a person speaks They will have to give an account on the day of judgment. The same loving God who counts the very hairs on our head is able to record every word. All our members are written in his book, according to Psalm 139. Not that God is micromanaged, but he is legendary in his eye for detail. According to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 2 and 3, it gives us a wise warning. It says, Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon the earth. Therefore, 
Let thy words be few. For as a dream cometh through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by multitude of words. That's Ecclesiastes 5, 2, and 3. Just think of the horrible words uttered over social media and the blogosphere during this culture war. Then imagine people standing before God and having to answer for those same words. Why they insulted, vilified, falsely accused, defamed, cursed, and demonized another person with whom they just merely disagree. The terror of that moment, standing at the great white throne, is only exceeded by what happens afterward. Just read Revelation 20, verse 15. No elaboration is needed. So finally, Jesus says, verse 37 of Matthew 12, he outlines the problem and the solution. By your words, you'll be condemned, but, thank God, by your words, you can be used to bring justification. How should you respond? God is offering you a free gift. It is called the gospel of Jesus. God will take your evil words, thoughts, actions, and the heart that produced all of this, nail them to the cross of Christ, and by repentance and faith, you will receive forgiveness of sins, deliverance from the sin nature, sanctification by the Holy Spirit, and justification by faith. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans 10 verse 9. Your heart will go from evil to good, and sour words will become oh so sweet. Now, our lesson is called Watch Your Words. And our lesson for life is the fear of the Lord means to guard your heart and watch your mouth. Remember to visit us at our Facebook page, Teach All Nations Education, and thank you for liking our page. Go to our homepage at tan, T-A-N, dot O-R-G, dot A-U, to subscribe to the free monthly Issachar Teaching e-letter. We want to help you to become future-ready with articles about the Bible, victorious living, and current events in the light of God's Word. If you're feeling a bit convicted because of your words, let me lead you in a liberating prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for Christ, your Son, and for the Word of God that makes Him known, and for the Holy Spirit that quickens the Word. I acknowledge that I have been loose with my lips and said things that I now regret. I turn from an evil heart that produces such words. I turn from the bad attitude, and I surrender to you. I believe that Jesus is my Savior and my Lord, and that he nails all my sins, including bad words, to the cross. And as I believe and receive, thank you for the new birth, the forgiveness of sins, and the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, Savior and King. Amen and amen. Today's On The Rock was brought to you by Teach All Nations. If you would like more information about this ministry, to download podcasts, view our online store, attend special events, sign up for our teaching newsletter, make a donation to support this ministry, or to invite Dr. Camille to speak, log on to www.tan.org.au or write to us at Post Office Box 493, Mount Waverley 3149. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.